0: Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. Thursday, February 17th is a day we've been looking forward to for a long time. And we have got a great show in store. It is a really special day in our little corner of the world. Our That Sounds Fun tour kicks off tonight. And we have a fun weekend of cities followed by two more fun weekends of cities, y'all. Grab those tickets to join us in any of the cities that are not sold out yet at AnnieFDowns.com slash events or snag virtual tickets for the live stream at CompassionLive.com. And a big group of friends are going through 100 Days to Brave and 100 Days to Brave for Kids together starting today. It is not too late for you to join us as we take this 100 day journey together. Just sign up at the link in the show notes. You'll get email reminders and other fun encouragement throughout the process. And I'll be posting the first five days starting today on my Instagram stories so you can order your book and follow along there until your book arrives. I cannot wait to see all of us grown ups and mini BFFs like, get a little braver over the next 100 days. But before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment to share about one of our incredible partners. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We all know that this is the truth. Relationships take work. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but a lot of times we forget to prioritize what's arguably the most important human relationship in our lives, and that is our relationship with ourselves. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter like everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. My counselor has been an incredibly helpful advocate for my mental health, and I think it would be amazing for you to have that in your life, too. You can find it through BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and That Sounds Fun. Friends, get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash That Sounds Fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash That Sounds Fun. Today on the show, I get to chat with my friend Morgan Harper Nichols. Girl has been busy since the last time she was on the pod on episode 208. You'll probably know her as the fantastic Instagram poet and artist who creates work around the stories of others. She's the author of All Along You Were Blooming, a book of poems and art she created in response to the personal stories submitted by her friends and followers. She also hosts a podcast, The Morgan Harper Nichols Show, where she shares daily reflections on finding meaning and peace in life and work. Morgan has also performed as a vocalist on several Grammy-nominated projects and written for various artists, including the Billboard number 1 single performed by her sister, Jamie Grace, who I love. She's done brand partnerships with anthropology and Coach and Adobe and Vogue Singapore and Aerie and Target, Starbucks, Kind Bar, Gap, Splendid, John Paul Mitchell, and more, you guys. Her latest book, Peace is a Practice, An Invitation to Breathe Deep and Find a New Rhythm for Life, just released on Tuesday. I ask her all the things. So let's dive into my conversation with my friend, Morgan Harper Nichols. Morgan, welcome back to That Sounds Fun
1: Oh, thank you for having me back. Oh, my goodness. It's it's so good to to, to see you again. And to I know. You
0: again. I know. We used to see each other a ton about a decade ago. Yeah. We were on the road together. So it was like, <laughs> oh, I'll see you ago. in two weekends. But now <laughs> it yes. never happens.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay.
0: So last time you were on the show was the very actual beginning of the pandemic. I mean, it was like we oh, did yeah. not know what was going on. So, oh, yeah. catch So two years later. Tell me, how's the family? How's the baby? How's Phoenix?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So literally nothing has changed.
0: No, <laughs> you like, weirdly, everything our life was very changed. normal for the last two years. <laughs> yeah. It's been super easy, super
1: calm. You know, nothing really going on. Uh, no. Yeah. Like literally after we spoke, we kind of uprooted our lives yes. out of Southern California. Yeah. Because I was going to say y'all were in Arizona. LA when we spoke. Oh, yes. And it was, it was a hard move. I mean, really? we had just kind of started. So my husband is my business partner and we had just started like the, the online shop part of our business, like right before, like literally end of 2019. It's kind of when we were first getting wow. everything going. So it was just a, you know, obviously for many reasons that, you know, early 2020 was so hard for so many people, but as new small business owners, it was just really hard to keep our business the way that we had it in California and yeah. we just needed we needed more physical room. So right. we were like, where can we go where we can just get more room to like store our products because we had to like go remote with our staff and my husband was the one shipping out all the orders. Oh my god. And we just didn't have space. Morgan. So we just started looking He was shipping <laughs> so, yeah. all the orders. All of it. This I is like deal. with our son, who's like eight months old. Right, was <laughs> a whole ordeal. Moving to a new like city. We were, oh my gosh. Yeah. So we ended up moving. Just, I mean, the biggest part was, like, I, I remember still looking at like on Zillow and looking for somewhere to move, and like just zooming out on the map, and before I knew it, I was in Arizona, <laughs> in the state next door. <laughs> and I was sometimes like, oh, this I is how we that. hear God. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we hear God on a map. So. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, through that through that Zillow map, that oh zoom out feature, gosh. and I was like, "What if we moved to Arizona? Because we still have to go to California for different things, like with sure. shipments and stuff, products coming in." So it was just, I don't know. It felt random, but at the same time, it didn't feel random. Like now that we're here, it's are just like, "Oh, this kind of feels like we're supposed to where we're supposed to be." So,
0: yeah, Morgan, that is a Arizona. wild story. That <laughs> that's how y'all got to Phoenix. You zoomed out on the yes.
1: map. Mm. Hmm yep
0: <laughs> did your parents come with you or are jamie and her family our still in our whole
1: family you know everybody came they were like y'all are leaving us here
0: <laughs> you zoomed out on a map and moved the entire yeah, know, harper cause, family
1: because yeah because this was like, being, this is like right in the middle yeah, of it you know when we yeah. were it was like that point where it's like oh this is gonna be more than a few weeks you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like you know my sister's a full-time touring musician yes. so her whole world changed like right, overnight in right. that way so we were just like, let's just go take it one year at a time. You know, let's just, let's just see what happens. And now we're all here and, and we all love it. So it was, it's like random, but it, it ended up working out. And, yeah. Tell me your experience and yeah, with God
0: are. in all of this. Tell me what you know about God now oh. that you didn't know when we saw you in March of 2020.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. Is that, that, how do I say this? I'm like, oh man, it's big. It's that I'm not going to see the blueprint. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I want to see the blueprint so bad. I want to get to this point in my life. I oftentimes I'm like, I know what the plan is. We got a plan. We got a strategy. And then I'm like, okay, like I can see God in this. like, we're on the right track. And then everything changes. (laughs) Everything, you know, having to move, having to adapt constantly. And sometimes for me, you know, I I remember in those early stages of really considering, okay, yeah, we're going to have to make this big move. Like it felt like, what have I done wrong? What am I not hearing? What am I not understanding? You know, what did I miss? What mistakes am I making? And I feel like some of the greatest spiritual growth that I've kind of experienced is just like, Yeah. The like, I have been trying so hard to seek the presence of God in the answers.
0: Yeah.
1: And God is asking to meet me in the questions and to be with me in the questions and to just live with those questions. And it's okay to move to a new state and not Mm. have everything figured out and to just be so grateful that your basic needs are met. You know, it's like, I can complicate it so much with like, oh, what am I gonna do about this? What am I? It's like there's a shelter over your head, you have yes. a young child who has food to eat. It's like it's a pandemic. Right. That right there is huge. There are people who don't have that. Yeah. So just recognizing like, wow, there's a lot of 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 grace that I feel like I sometimes take for granted when things aren't figured out. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had I just had a birthday like four days ago this is yes,
0: happy birthday and,
1: and like kind of even just kind of going to like where i'm at now is like my hope this year is to just really try to not take everything so seriously you wow. know i think it's just like it's like you know being a grown-up it's like there is a lot of responsibility there and, and sometimes i think though i can take that too far yeah and i expect myself to have every little thing figured out yes so it's like yes. my goal this year is to find as many things as possible where i'm just gonna like unapologetically being like i don't know
0: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna
1: figure it out as we go. We're not gonna like stress out about this. Right. You know, like I decided like this might be a small thing for some people, but it might be big for others. Just kind of depending on where you are. But like I decided like I'm not gonna stress out about social media. Like I'm just yeah. not. I'm gonna post whatever I want when yeah. I feel like posting it. Yeah. If I feel like posting at all. Right. <laughs> you right. know, I'm like, I'm I'm not planning out a feed this year. I'm Yeah, you, know, you like, I mean you were you are so, so scheduled about things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's been very free. I've been learning
0: a lot. So, I mean, so yeah. my summary, if I'm reflecting back to you, what I'm hearing is that the longer you're doing this with the Lord, the less control you're holding, <laughs> which sounds, yeah, exactly. sounds terrible. <laughs> I know.
1: It's pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah.
0: In your art and in your family and in your own life, that has to be very scary to let go of that much control in that short amount of time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I thought I had finally figured it out, if you will. Because I had spent a decade of my life, like prior to the stuff that I'm doing now, like prior to 2019, I had spent a decade being very financially insecure. Yeah. (laughs) Like really just not knowing what the long-term strategy was. And And I talk about that because I think a lot of times like we we can overlook how much like financial insecurity can really impact like our mental health, like the way that we are in the world, our motivations, our choices. And that was a huge one for me of just not really knowing like, wow, how are we going to pay rent next month? Like we're being stretched very thin all the time. So when I finally got to a point in 2019, when we were finally like, okay, we actually aren't month to month now and we can actually see a plan and how we can grow this, you know, business that we've created. It was, it was a blessing, but at the same time, I did become distracted and I did become like, Oh, we're good now. You know, (laughs) we got a plan. We got it figured it out. And, you know, in many ways, early 2020 was just a reminder of like, no, you don't, like you don't have it all figured out, but, but that's, that's not where your worth is. Your worth Mm. is not in having it figured out. So it's okay to, to be, in process and to be living with these questions as you figure out what's next.
0: Yeah. I had this weird conversation with myself when I got out of my car last night after dinner because I'm thinking about getting a new car that I'm in that place. Right. Yeah. And I (laughs) and I said to myself, what car could you buy that would actually make you happy? And the answer is none. Mm. You know, so I was having that kind of conversation of like, yeah. There isn't ever going to be a number in the bank account that's going to make any of us go, oh, now we've done it. Like there it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Or any vehicle mm-hmm. or any relationship. I mean, it, I feel like the longer I'm Annie, the more I'm experiencing what you're saying of like, the Lord will hand you things and then go, hey, did you notice that still not fill in the hole you thought it was going to fill?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. until there's oh nothing gosh. left. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh my goodness. I was having like, not about a car, but I was having that very similar conversation yeah. with myself last night. But we should have like, called
0: each other. I'm having this conversation yeah, was, with myself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Because I was just like kind of I had someone make like like a like a snarky comment uh. on something that I shared. And honestly, here's the thing. Like a lot of people don't know like that. I mean you you you've talked to me, you know, you know like I'm not just like, okay. Pretty poems and that's it. Like right. I'm, I'm I'm kind of sarcastic. I, I'm kind of just it's a lot of people like people were coming to my defense, like, oh, don't talk about Morgan's poem like that. And I'm like, y'all, if only y'all knew, like I make fun of myself all yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I I don't I, I don't like put things out there like, oh, people have to take this seriously. I'm like this, my poems are showing up in the middle of of memes and cats jumping through sprinklers. (laughs) Like, I don't expect everyone to just have like this deep meditative experience when I share. So I just started spiraling. I'm like, but is that how people perceive me? Like, oh my goodness, am I letting people down if I'm not super serious? And I just started to think, I'm like, you know, what version of this is going to just make me feel like, all right. Right. You know, what version right. of me creating some branded narrative of myself is going to make me say, wow, Morgan, good job. Now you you've done it, it. all out. Yeah. Everything's
0: great. It's like none of that.
1: No, no. no. <laughs> like, I just gotta let it go. Gotta let it go.
0: <laughs> how, how, I mean, with 2 million followers on Instagram, are you constantly seeing negative stuff all day, every day, or do you mostly not have to look at it?
1: I'm going to be real with you. It's increasing. Is and it? It's been it's been interesting to me because for a long it's time awful. I felt like I dealt with very minimal anything. Yeah. But just to be completely honest, a lot of the stuff that I receive, it's very clear to me that it's not personal. Like it's very clear to me that like, hey, look, it's a lot going on. You know,
0: I and have. You're no like that idea. person has something going on in their life. Exactly. is that what you mean yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm like
1: I am yeah I'm like I have no uh, idea what's going on in your life like these are chaotic times and I even actually had someone and I had missed the message they had sent me so I sent out like a daily encouraging email yeah. and they responded to the email and they were like why are you always talking? I don't even remember what the accusation was, yeah. but they were like, why are you always talking about X, Y, Z? I don't even yeah. remember what it was. And they actually responded a year later. And they said, <sighs> a year later, they said, Hey, I really apologize for that email that I sent and I had to go back and find it because I never <laughs> even saw the email. You're like, guess and- what?
0: I deleted it. You've been thinking about it for a was year. Like- <laughs> so who wins? Yeah. <laughs> and they were literally
1: like, I was, yeah, they were like, I was just in a really bad place and wow. I took it out on you and I'm so sorry. Wow. And I was just like, you know what? That's probably most people. I was yeah. like, I don't know. Like they could have just gotten a whole text messaging argument, like five totally. seconds before they saw my video. So yeah. Yeah. Most of the time it doesn't even like register as like, like a heaviness, if you will. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even feel like, it's just like, okay, there's a lot going on right now.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just try to like pace myself through it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like go in my DMs like all day, every day, no. instance, you know, no. it's just like, you can only do that at certain times. And I try to just, yeah, pace yeah. myself through it. So
0: the interesting thing is I don't, I'm with you. I don't get a lot of hateful people. Usually people treat me like yeah. a gnat. Like if I bother them, they go, <laughs> right. They just, swap me away so I don't get yelled at very much but I got a pretty unkind one this morning and I started thinking like why am I letting this get to me and Mm. why did she say the thing she said those are two things I couldn't get off my head so any of our friends listening could get a negative comment for anything from a stranger or from a friend how do you shake it off what is your pattern for shaking stuff off
1: Yeah. You know, I think for me, it's, it's, (laughs) I wish it sounded more like professional. (laughs) No girl, tell me you like go eat ice cream and I'm going to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In real life, it really is different. Like one thing by like an like, I first, my sister got a weird one today and she texted it to me. And uh-huh. we were just going back and forth, like, oh my gosh, why would they even say that? Like, right. I literally took a picture of my face. Like, I was like, there's no emoji to even encapsulate how I feel. So I took a picture of my face yes. to show her how, yes. what my reaction yes. to it You're was. You're like, Jamie, watch and this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so there's sometimes where, like, just texting it to my sister. It's just like that's the end of it. Like yeah. we have a laugh about it. We're like, oh my gosh, okay, move on. Yeah. But sometimes like I really do try to respond. And sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. But yeah, it it really does vary situation to situation and also just how I'm feeling in the yeah. moment. Like yeah sometimes I'm just feeling a little bit more spicy than others.
0: Oh, I responded back to someone at like 1130 the other night. And I was like, I came into work and I was like, I need y'all to know I don't need to be responding after about 10 o'clock because spicy and he comes out and has some thoughts. Yeah. Some thoughts.
1: Yeah. I And it's, and also for me, it depends on who I'm around. So yeah. between my sister and my husband, like they will both be like, oh yeah, you should totally yeah. respond. Like say this, <laughs> say that. <laughs> And I like whoa whoa whoa. I was just telling you like right. I was just trying to get right. it off my chest. Like I just, uh, So, um
0: <laughs> but the overwhelming so, yeah, I response. I mean, people share your art constantly, Morgan. I mean, it has to feel, well, I don't know how it feels. How does it feel to know 2 million people baseline are impacted by your art every day? I mean, yeah. what does it feel it's, like to know?
1: It is very surreal and it doesn't feel I think in some ways, like this is probably why I'm able to I have been able to share so much is that for me, I do kind of have like like Instagram in particular. It doesn't feel like real life to me always. Uh. So there are times where I'm sharing and I'm just like, I know that those people are real on the other side of those usernames. Yeah. But I'm just such like a real life connection person that it's kind of like. It's it doesn't always really register to me like what's happening and how much it's right. get, getting share. Right. But I'll tell you this, the times that I am able to engage with people in real life who are like, here's how your work impacted me. I yeah. am just at all like I'm stunned. I don't even know what to say. I am yeah. like, what? Yeah. Wow. Thank you. So, yeah, it's I, I'm grateful for those moments, and I, I'm grateful that I was able to have some even kind of before you know everything you know happened in 2020. Yeah like I had a moment where someone, so I've you know written a lot of things for people in response to things that they shared with me. And I was speaking at a conference and I had someone walk up to me and she showed me her phone, and it was something I had made for her. Oh my God. And in that moment, I mean, I've, I've written for, I mean definitely over a thousand, if yeah. not thousands of people at this point um individually but in that moment i remembered her story it was just like right there i was like oh i remember exactly what we wrote about i remember exactly what we talked about and that was just so special to me so yeah it's a it's really surreal i i don't i still feel like i'm trying to make sense of it
0: Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about another one of our incredible sponsors, A Spoonful of Faith. A Spoonful of Faith is a children's book by Jenna Holiday that released this week. Jenna is an amazing graphic artist and freelance illustrator based in Minneapolis. I think my mini BFFs are gonna love this book. It's about a little girl named Layla who wakes up nervous to go to her new school. So she looks at her mom to help her feel better. The mother and daughter duo head to the kitchen and combine all the necessary ingredients: kindness, hope, warm hugs, and prayers to create a new tradition of confidence and happiness. It hits on some themes we talk about a lot around here, things like trusting God and being brave and trying new things. In addition to this sweet book, Jenna has a stationary line at Target and has all these amazing illustrations and art pieces inspired by the diversity of people in the world, her love of botanical elements, her journey of motherhood and faith in everyday life. Her work can be found at SpoonfulOfFaith.com. So be sure to check out her work and grab a copy of A Spoonful of Faith wherever you love to buy books. And I have one more amazing partner to tell you about. It's Indeed. You know what they say, right? If you dream it, you can do it. If only self-fulfilling prophecies worked for hiring your team. When you partner with Indeed, building the right team is actually pretty simple. It's the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. You can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match and assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. And with virtual interviews, Indeed saves you time, which we all need. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place, and that makes it easy to connect with your applicants. No need to install anything extra. Indeed's virtual interviews work right from your browser. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. Here at Downs Books and the That Sounds Fun Network, we've had excellent experiences hiring through Indeed, and the team members that you've grown to know and love on InstaStory from Indeed are truly dreams to work with. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com/soundsfun. The offer is valid through March 31st, so go to indeed.com/soundsfun to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. indeed.com/soundsfun terms and conditions apply. You need to hire? You need Indeed. And now back to our conversation with Morgan. I would imagine all your friends feel this, but it's real fun when I see a celebrity or a stranger sharing your words. Cause then you're like, Oh, (laughs) you don't even know Morgan. You don't even know how great she is. This is so cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, that is, yeah, that is, is pretty wild. Yeah. When that happens. Yeah. And, And one interesting thing though, that I think some people like, one thing that happens though is that I don't always get credited when that happens. I know. I'm actually fine with, but see here's a secret. I'm fine with that though because there have been times where I have had something shared and then I get like flooded with like a whole bunch of DMS and I'm just like, I can't, I don't know how to manage all these people. like Jennifer Garner. Don't tag me. Yeah. 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 I'm like, honestly, I'm like, it's fine. You don't have to tag me, you know, it's Honestly fine. Yeah. But yeah, I i think there are some times where it's just super like what? So I I have I have um Google Alerts on, yes, on my name. You'd have like, to come yes. my email. Yes, of course. <laughs> and, uh, this is like okay, I'm forgetting who it was. I'm not that familiar with the royal family.
0: That is not the sentence I... <laughs> you just said to me. That is <laughs> not the sentence you so, just sorry, said I'm to so me. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but I'm not that familiar with the royal was... family. I am so
1: sorry. Okay, I'm going to try Morgan to find Nichols. it. So Prince, Prince Charles' <laughs> goddaughter, <laughs> India Hicks, oh her son read my poem at her wedding.
0: Oh so. my gosh. Okay, to be fair, I did not know who Prince Charles' goddaughter is either. So, to be fair, I'm with you. But that sentence still goes down in the history. 500 yeah. podcast episodes that may be my favorite sentence anyone's ever said. I love that so much. They re- So how did you find out? Was it in the news article when they Google, talked about
1: the way? Yeah, it was in Daily Mail. So oh. the like the English
0: Oh my gosh, you were in like a yeah, tabloid? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like I, I was like, why am I showing up in the Daily Mail? Yeah, I clicked on it. Oh my god! Like that to me was probably the most. Like I'm like, yeah, there's no way I would have ever imagined that. No, that's another country, (laughs) and that's
0: royalty. So yeah, yeah, that's all the way different we ask our friends that get our emails on Friday called the AFD week in review. They can submit questions for our guests the next week. And so this yeah. leads me right to one of the questions someone asked is what do you do on the days you don't feel inspired to create? And my, my mm-hmm. question is you are writing so much. Mm-hmm. Do you wait until you feel inspired? Like how do you get the words out of your body? Oh
1: yeah. So I have a very, like I have a very specific way that I think about inspiration. Okay. So inspiration in a medical sense, that's actually another word for inhalation, which is obviously a part of our respiratory cycle. Yeah. And when I first learned of that, I was like, like the the artist in me just couldn't resist. I was like, hold on, wait a second. Inspiration is not about what we put out, but it's about what we take in.
0: Wow. So
1: to be inspired, that's even kind of an interesting way of saying it, like to be inspired. It's more of like, about inspiring about taking in yeah so whenever i and i feel like it's the exhalation that's the actual pouring out it's like wow after you take it in then you breathe out so when i'm breathing out and i feel like i don't have anything to give i'm like well i need to inspire more i need to take in more. okay so i actually use that as a cue like there are times where i literally sit down to paint and i'm like i got nothing Wow! I'm like, well, it's time to go watch one of my favorite art documentaries. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is what do you do? Yeah, yeah. I love art documentaries. I will watch them over and over and over again. I love to, I have a lot of art books, like the big hardback art books. And what I'll do is I'll just flip them open and just have them out in my house and just like look at art that's not on a computer screen. (laughs) Like that's like a whole thing. It's like looking at art that's not on a computer screen. I love listening to music. So one thing I've had to relearn how to do because I had a full career in music is listening to genres I have no association with. Oh, wow. And one of those is like classical music. Like, I don't know any classical music producers. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't, I do know one composer. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people in like the classical music space. So I can actually turn on classical music and, and just like get lost in it. Because yeah. I'm not thinking about, oh, who wrote that line? Uh-huh, right, right, right. the right, right. On this song? Like, yeah, if you're, like, in the industry, like, sometimes it's kind of hard. So I'm always, like, looking for little things to kind of, like, inspire. And to be honest over these past few years i've had to get really creative because what i would love to do is take more trips (laughs) (laughs) right right. i was supposed to go for a month trip to australia in october 2020 (gasps) No, obviously it didn't happen but i'm like that's the stuff that's inspiring right right i'm like that's inspiring right but yeah so a lot of that stuff that i would even um Like I know for a fact, if I were able to take like a traditional book tour right now and just like do it the way that, you know, we used to do those things, that would be so inspiring. Like I would love it. I would be so hyped and so pumped to get to meet people who have been a part of this community, but I can't do that right now. So I have to find like other ways. So yeah, I'm always looking for like these little things to just fill me up. And sometimes this might be kind of weird for some people, but sometimes when I'm feeling like... I'm like, man, I, I'm just not feeling inspired. Sometimes I'm like, I might physically need to be filled like with food. I'm oh, like, once right. the time I had like a good hearty meal that just makes me happy. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes like if you're, you know, let's say you're working a lot of whatever, sometimes we even get in a routine, like even with the things we eat, like we might just start eating like the same few things over and over again, yeah. which is fine. But it's like, sometimes like take the break, like get the pasta that just yeah. like literally makes you smile. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Those that's, are some of them. <laughs> that's such a great answer because I feel like a lot of times when people talk about inspiration to create, they kind of say, mm-hmm. muster your way through the first forty five minutes and the inspiration will come like treat it like a well mm-hmm. that you have to go and pull yeah. from, pull from. And I do think yeah. that's respectable. And I have to do that with writing sometimes. But man, I yeah, I love the idea of if you feel empty, <laughs> don't don't force yourself to be full. Go yeah. do something that fills oh, you up. Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah. And I will say this, there are times where I have like a deadline, for instance, like if I, so I do like gift books where I have to like yep. make the art and write. And yep. that's, that's like two, it's like two jobs in one. Like right. That's a lot. And there are times where I'm like, I've got deadlines. I've got to write, I've got to write, I got to paint my way through it. And wow. what I do for that is I turn to what makes me angry. That, <gasps> that's what
0: Tell me everything. What do you yeah. mean? So
1: I got this, I got this a little bit from the author, Austin Cleon, who yeah. wrote the book's still like an artist. And I heard him say this on a podcast. He said, all of my books start from what makes me angry. So he was like, still like an artist. He was like, it's, and it's a book about like finding ways to find different creative inspiration. And he was like, I, I came to that cause like, cause I was so frustrated here, he lives in Austin, Texas, like hearing all my artist friends, like, you know, complain about not being able to like get their work done. he's like, guys, we have all these tools and here's how we can do it. Yeah. And he walked through how every single one of his books started with something that was frustrating him or angering him in society. Yeah. So for me, like one thing that makes me angry right now is something very similar to that, actually, that how many people just accept that they're just here to just consume and that they don't have anything to contribute. Wow. And that it's only the people with the blue checks and all yeah. the followers. who yeah. have Something to say. Right. Like that literally makes me angry because I'm just like, it's just not true. That's right. Like, That's right. It's just not true. I'm right. Like, we need more perspectives out there. That's how we're going to have more empathy in the yes. world by more people talking, more people sharing their stories. And I'm like, Oh, like I'm like, what can I do to change it? Right. So a lot of times that is the force that helps me through this work to make it. Because I'm like, if I'm writing from that perspective, I'm like, I'm going to show people that there's a page in this book that has just little yellow specks of color. It's nothing elaborate. It looks like something that a four-year-old could do. That's their own purpose. It's there as a symbol that, yes, it's that simple. You're allowed to make art out of simple things and share it with the world. So... Yeah, sometimes when, it's, when it gets to that crunch time, I do try to think. I'm like, what's really irritating
0: me? Yeah, <laughs> right, <now? laughs> right. Okay, you're giving me great things to work with when I'm trying to create because i got to create coming up. I'm like, okay, what makes me mad and what makes me feel full? What pasta do I need? Yes, And what yes. what situation am I pissed about? So am I allowed to say pissed oh, on the show? Oh, I maybe? love that. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about that. peace as a practice.
1: Mm. Yes.
0: I mean, so it comes I, out yeah. February 15th. <laughs> Tell me why this yes. was the right topic. Yes. This
1: is something I need every day, all the time, is peace. Really? And I talk about what peace looks like for me, and that is peace is the freedom to breathe. It's freedom to breathe. Wow. It's everything that's going on. Wow. And I was diagnosed with autism. Uh, about a year ago. And before my diagnosis, I didn't know that I I knew that I was struggling with something, but I just didn't know what it was. And within my autism diagnosis, I also have a sensory processing disorder, which means that my senses, I mean, everything from bright lights to loud music, it impacts me in a big way. And Before knowing that, I thought it was just like, oh, I I wasn't sleeping enough or, you know, maybe I'm stressed or something. Yeah. I mean, how did you even
0: decide to figure out if you had autism? How did you even know to ask that question?
1: Yeah. So there were some hints in my childhood that my parents thought it could be possible that I was on the spectrum. but most of the studies that are done on autism are usually on, on young white boys. Like that's the demographic. Right. <laughs> that, that's right. So if, if that's, if you're not in that demographic for a lot of girls, women of color, people of color, it's very hard for you to, to even get someone to listen to you, to even get a doctor to understand. And it's slowly but surely getting better, you know, because now we have the internet and we can try right. to find specialists that, You know, but back in the nineties, I mean, my parents didn't have like, right. I mean, it was just like the doctor that you went to down the street. Like there was only so much. So there, they didn't, weren't really able to get anywhere with that. And then when I was 27, I was feeling like I was just really struggling with just socially and just feeling like not understanding. Like I don't hear, um, tone and voice very well. I don't pick up on that very naturally so it leads, it turns into a lot of miscommunication a lot of wow. times because like I don't always pick up on like sarcasm or, or or anger in someone's voice. So I was no, I was like something's going on here. So I went to my doctor, just like my primary care physician, and without even looking up from his clipboard, he was just like, "Oh, you're perfectly normal. You have nothing to worry about." And sadly, I took his word. Wow. Until three years later, I'm oh on my TikTok. Gosh. And for whatever reason, the algorithm started showing me experiences of women who were diagnosed as autistic (gasps) as adults. No. And it was through TikTok that I was like, oh, my gosh, they're describing my whole life. Like they had similar stories, like what I have with my doctor, like all of the all of these different sensory experiences. And I was like, whoa, wait a second, because autism for a grown woman looks different than how it would look in a young child, Of you know, so it's, you know, it's so much. Because you've had to build all these
0: coping techniques to exist in the mm, world that a seven-year-old white kid doesn't have.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's it's like, yeah, we're two different people. We're not going to look the same, you know, in any context. So it's very fascinating. And I was like, okay, so I was able to find a specialist in my area based on that because I like through these TikTok videos, they're like, you got to look for someone who specializes in adults. Like That is adults. unreal. That yeah, you, adult, so.
0: A map told you where to move and TikTok <laughs> yes. helped you diagnose a yes. lifelong disease. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it was through TikTok that I was able to find a specialist in my area and that started the whole diagnosis process. So yeah and it it was it was a look at my whole life like I mean we it was several months long and just going through was it sad everything it yeah it got pretty intense to the point that like even like my specialist is like there's a reason why she's like you're gonna notice with because we had like all these different schedule like dates scheduled for different tests and within the diagnosis, she's like, you're going to notice that some of these are very short, like 30 minute sessions because it's so intense and you know, you don't, so it's, it's just a lot of like, just really looking back at every facet of my life and trying to recount and examine so much of how I've been in the world, everything from what I eat to how I eat, to health issues, to social issues, to relationships just really in depth look at my entire life. Yeah. And it was it, it was very, very exhausting at time. And there, and yeah, there was I would say there's a lot of grief in that too. Right. Because it's it's like it's like when you go so long without knowing what it is, yeah. Sometimes you grieve all that time you didn't know. You're like, if I had wow. only known I could have gotten the support. Yes. If I had only known, I would have not been so hard on myself. Yes. If I had only known, like, I wouldn't have taken that job, you know? Right. <laughs> like, all of these things. So, yeah, there what was a ton of. What do they do for adults
0: there. that are diagnosed? Uh, sorry, I don't know. You're my first friend that this oh, has no, happened with.
1: Yeah, it,
0: is there yeah. medication? Is there physical therapy? What What is the solution? Yeah, so it's you know it's
1: different for everyone, but you know one of the thing that I've one of the things that I've seen a lot of you know autistic people, especially autistic adults, say is, and this has definitely been my experience too, is that what we have that's called you know autism, it's it's differences, and some so there are differences that make it harder to function in society sure. as it is. And that's different for every person. So yep. some people, like let's say you're 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 21 years old, you're a grad student and you just got diagnosed. Well, you may need a, a not a tutor, what am I trying to say? Like a
0: yeah, in a tutor? school
1: when you have like support for like a learning disability. Like you may need like a test proctor or something. Yeah. 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 Like, yes, Modifications like like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Modification. Yeah. You may need something like that. Or let's say you are, you know, working in a field that requires you to talk to people, you know, maybe you need some type of aid, like, you know, maybe, Oh, I need to have like transcripts or something of, of the, of the documents that I have to go through. Right. So, you know, it it can get very, very specific for each person. Yes. And also too you know, some people, may as a result have like heightened anxiety that, that may make sure. it difficult for them to even go outside because on a sensory level, they're having to deal with all the sounds and yes. all the noises. So they may, they may need medication for that. So yeah, it's different for every person. And I feel like for me, what the, the most like support that I have needed in is, is on the anxiety level okay because it's the, the sensory processing issue. It, it's gets it can get really bad really fast yeah so yeah i am a i am a huge component of like medication if you need it yeah. and and anxiety medication has been that for me yeah. I mean, it has definitely helped with some of that sensory input mm-hmm. like i remember um like getting on a flight for instance oh my gosh, that, mm. <laughs> some of the worst sensory really? overload I have ever experienced in my life because I'm very sensitive to bright lights uh-huh. and it's and it's especially like fluorescent kind of lights like they they, oh, and they're everywhere. they really they wear me down and mm. being in that close quarter with those bright lights and then flying with a face mask on so i can't really take the deep breaths that i would normally take right it just makes it so much more tense that my nervous system is just like
0: fighting to like
1: "Ah, get through it so
0: man hearing you describe it your book pieces of practice makes so much sense to me now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you were like, after you get a diagnosis like that yeah. and start doing the things, yeah. the support that you need. Because the other mm-hmm. thing about my friends with autism is there's always a gift in it for the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's something yeah. really tender yeah. and lovely absolutely. about people that are diagnosed with autism. Because usually y'all see the world in a different way than those of us without yeah. that do. But it yeah, makes sense why you wrote yeah. pieces of practice after that. Yeah, <laughs> I totally get absolutely. it. Absolutely. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Pros. Y'all have heard me rave about Pros before because it's the world's most personalized hair care. Prose takes natural ingredients and combines them in innovative ways to give you and me clean hair care that yields incredible results. Their formulas offer actual answers to your individual hair needs, not the same old mass solutions. I've been extremely impressed with how shiny and manageable my hair has been since I started using Pros. Stress can do some crazy things to our body, like causing an increase in hair shedding and thinning. And people usually lose about 50% of their total hair before they even notice that their hair is shedding more. Oh, my gracious. But PROS is a way to stop stress-related hair loss in its tracks and spark new, stronger growth. Not only does PROS specialize in custom hair care, but now they also make custom hair supplements to help reduce excess shedding and spark fuller, thicker hair growth with just two capsules a day. Your part of the process is simply to complete an online consultation, and then Pros takes it from there. They'll customize your supplements to address all the factors that could be triggering your hair issues, like age or hormonal change, stress levels, nutrition, and more. You'll be happy to know that Pros supplements use only natural, clean, safe ingredients, not drugs or hormone disruptors. In fact, all of their formulas are toxicologist-approved, gluten-free, and vegan. And the bottom line is, Pros works. Multiple studies show that over ninety percent of women taking pros hair supplements saw less shedding and more growth and improved overall appearance in just 90 days. Try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off. Get yours at pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's prose.com dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. Just go to P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun to try custom hair supplements and get 15% off. And now back to finish up our conversation with Morgan. I mean, do you consider now the practice of peace one of the support things to go along with how you be the healthiest version of yourself?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. For me, everything from the title to everything that I read about in the book in that book is it's it's literal. I'm yes. like, I literally have to take breathe deep breaths yes. to function. And it's like, you know, I feel like, you know, for me, it's like God equipped us with these bodies to breathe. Yes. And that's not just like a little side feature of being a human. It's yeah. like that is fundamental. Like yes. you have to be able to to breathe and to breathe well and take deep breaths often. So I'm like, that's been a very literal practice for me wow. to find just enough peace to be able to function. Like yes. I'm not even talking about like the thriving point. I'm right. just talking about to like be <laughs> just okay being a person. Yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. To just be in a person who doesn't have to take like. Eight naps in a day because right. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. Right. So, so yeah, it's very literal for me, and and I think that in that way, it's kind of, I I am in a weird way like I, I can see the good in not having my diagnosis prior to because I wow. now have all of these experiences that end up being relatable to people who are not autistic, and I just think yes. that that is that's the beauty of it is that like, you know, it, it's not like Oh, here's this autistic person talking about autistic experiences. But it's like, no, because of what I've been through, I've spent a lot of time and I have a lot of experience thinking about all of these little things that can help us breathe deep throughout the day and miss everything that's going on.
0: Yeah. My only complaint that I'd like to lodge with the Morgan Harper Nichols complaint department, if you're that good at poetry, it shouldn't be legal that you're that good at prose. It's a problem. Oh. You should have to pick one. And unfortunately, you're a better writer in prose and in poetry than oh me. I'm that, oh my gosh! super annoyed. Oh gosh.
1: Okay. See, this is really funny because I actually have that feeling every time I see an athlete do something artsy. I'm like, oh no, you are not allowed How dare you?
0: (laughs) How dare you have a body and a mind? Don't you do it. Don't you do it. (laughs) So now, you know, that's how I feel about you. I'm like, poetry, you're unstoppable. (laughs) Also prose, also prose (laughs) and painting and your hair is so cool. Everything, every bit of it. Thank you. But it kind of stops there. Uh, No, no, it doesn't. I just ran out of the listing. I can keep going about your family, your mothering, your wifeing. Okay. Talk to me for our friends who aren't seeing you, but are hearing you. Your hair is black and the very front of it is beautiful, gray stripe. Thank you. How have you decided? It's a conversation my girlfriends and I are having because I'm 41. We're all kind of in the early 40s and we're talking about aging. Will you Mm, talk to me about why do you not fold to any pressure you feel to change your hair color or to pursue youth in that way?
1: Mm, Oh my goodness. I love that question. So I have this natural gray streak right in the front of my hair that started growing in my twenties. Okay. And it's so fascinating to me because my dad has it too. So I got it from him. Yes, he does. Yeah. And it's so fascinating to me. I'm like, watching my dad, like, I'm like, well, it's okay if he has gray hair, you know, like those aren't questions that men get asked. That's exactly right. And it's like, they're, it's like almost like they're allowed to age more (laughs) than we are. It's really bizarre. So I do think that I just kind of like, I was just like, I'm, yeah, I'm going to allow myself to be gray and have gray hair. I'm, I'm not going to, to put that, you know, on myself that I have to change it or I have to dye it but yeah, it's, it's something that I, I think about because while it is maybe easier with my hair because I, I just happen to like the way it looks, Yeah. in other areas, it is very hard to accept the idea of of, you know, aging. For instance, I get asked often, why don't you do music anymore? Yeah, And I think about that and I'm like, you know, what? I'm not saying that this is the the reason why people ask that, but I'm like, the amounts of women releasing music in their 30s or 40s and 50s needs to drastically increase. Yeah. I'm like, it is wild to me that the music I created at 25 because I didn't keep going in my 20s that I'm not doing it anymore. I'm like, I might make my next album at 52. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> why
0: this is it's right. really bizarre i have even never thought music- about that till you're saying it
1: even from a musical standpoint it makes no actual sense because your voice matures as you get older yeah it's like we sing better the older yeah. we get yeah why is it that everyone that chops the charts if they didn't win 18 grammys by age 28 we stopped listening to them yes I'm like, this is, it's got to stop. Is it that we stop listening or is it that they
0: stop making the music?
1: Which one is it? I think it's a little, I think they maybe stop making the music in a professional way. But I, I think there's, if you look around enough churches and in communities all over the world, you'll find women of all ages. Yeah singing amazingly yeah <laughs> just maybe they're not recording an album yeah. you know, releasing an album but it's like oh my gosh like she's amazing yeah you know and i've even seen that now i've been loving it i've been seeing it on tiktok now like tiktok likes to just show you random people's live streams which yes sometimes that just gets a little bit It gets a little bit crazy, but some of the good ones (laughs) I've seen have been like women in their sixties and seventies sitting there with their guitar, yeah, singing songs. And I'm like, the fact that like, that's inspirational to me. Like that, that helps me cool down and calm down and say, yeah, just because you didn't do X, Y, and Z in your twenties or your thirties, it doesn't mean it's like, there's so much joy and wisdom Mm -hmm. and beauty in what they're sharing. And I'm like. Yeah. Someday I hope to be, you know, in my seventies on TikTok with my guitar, (laughs) you know, album or not. I'm like, I feel like that's, that's the goal. So I'm, I feel like I am excited. I do feel like we're seeing more people share more, but at the same time, it shouldn't be like a shocking thing. Right. Oh, wow. Look at you in your old age making music. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. No, it's like, it should be okay.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm racking my brain right now trying to think of artists that are older than me in my in their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. females that are still making new albums and i my brain is not pulling up very many if any yeah that is because many. it's half men are doing the top it
1: of my head i'm like yeah exactly yeah <laughs> exactly so i wonder all I can why think of is reba and dolly parton yeah like, reba Do- yeah reba still
0: yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah. Okay. This is the start of a conversation for us, Maureen. This is the end of it. I'm like, I'm really thinking about this.
1: Also, I need to get on
0: your TikTok algorithm because mine showed me last night a guy who has built Disneyland in his house, like a replica, and he does a live firework show every night. It's actually pretty baller. But I'm telling you that I got served a live firework show in a guy's living room, and you're getting beautiful musicians. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm doing something wrong or oh I'm doing something right. Goodness. He yes. does a whole oh fireworks show, Morgan. That is
1: that is pretty I'm gonna have to look that up. I know, That's I'll send it to you. Intriguing. It is
0: it is really something. It is something to behold. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh I, I think the goodness. aging conversation is one I didn't know we would have. 10 years Mm -hmm. ago I didn't know it but but it's very interesting to pay attention to because there isn't a sin or not sin version of this like if you dye your hair it's sinful if you don't it's not or if you don't dye your hair it's sinful right it's not a sin Mm -hmm. issue it's a how do we age really well and really authentically Mm -hmm. but also care for what we love about ourselves
1: exactly I can't figure it out yet yeah I can't either but I'm glad I'm glad you know you're having that conversation we're having this conversation because like you said it's it's not gonna look the same for everyone but it should be it should be like if I decided that I wanted to dye my hair black tomorrow and not have the gray anymore that should be absolutely okay yes it should be like oh what happened to your gray like are you no longer accepting that you're aging (laughs) it's like (laughs) <laughs> or I just wanted my hair
0: black right right, right. Like, I just wanted purple hair ex- let me live ex- yeah <laughs> exactly yeah my mentor and I are talking about it because I'm like do I want to do yeah. this or do I want to do this I don't even want to list them because I don't want everybody to have all these feelings about things but I'm thinking through all these things I want to do and yeah. or don't want to mm-hmm. do and she's like yeah mm-hmm. there isn't a right answer I'm like, oh, exactly. nobody tells you about this. Nobody tells you about this once no, you're not 35 no. anymore or 25 or whatever, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just a whole different game. Yes. Okay, yes. what do we not talk about that we need to cover?
1: <laughs> I think we have talked about amazing a lot of I was, was going it. to say, it's what like... is
0: left for us, Morgan Harper Nichols? We're just getting something started. I'm going to send you that fireworks yes.
1: show. Oh, yeah. I, I, need I cannot
0: about. wait for our friends to read Peace <laughs> is a Practice. Truly, you're writing obviously is globally loved by royalty. Even we are in a long line of Royals who love your stuff. Well, you know, the last question we always ask because the show is called, that sounds fun. Tell me what sounds fun to you.
1: Oh, what sounds fun is just like a lot of small joys right now. And okay. just letting them build up to one big firework show. Yeah. What would be so, some of the
0: small joys in y'all's oh, family?
1: man, Krispy Kreme donuts right now. Girl is special. When they're warm. Here-
0: do you care if they're warm?
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, when that HD side is absolutely. on, when it tells me hot donut, oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. And there's barely any here in Arizona. So I have to kind of go out of my way to get them, but I don't care. (laughs) I I do it. No offense to all the other donut shops that I pass along the way, but it's yeah, it's a a comfort. It's a comfort thing. Yeah, I hear that. (laughs) And and also, I mean, going back to TikTok, I'll give a shout out to my favorite TikToker right now. (laughs) His name is Demarcus Sean. Okay. I think his account is like art by Demarcus Sean. And it's just like this amazing observational comedy. I think he's like, 24 yeah. lives in Illinois like it's so specific yeah and I just love it and I'm just like actively making a collection of things like that in my brain of just like it's got to be the little things it's yeah. like as, as life in many ways feels like it's becoming more complicated I'm finding that the simplicity of those small joys are becoming even more potent to me yes. like <laughs> so so yeah those are just some of the stuff that I've been loving but yeah just just Beautiful. all the little small joys in life
0: Okay, you you shared him with me. I'll share a fireworks show with you. <laughs> oh yes, yes, you're gonna really yes. class up my for you page, <laughs> and I'm really bringing you a new. I'm bringing you a new genre. I am not sure yes, it's I declassing you, but it's bringing you a new genre. I, big, I'm looking forward to this. Big grown-up Disney fan energy is what I'm about to bring you. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Bring oh, me friend. i I'm, I'm yes. so glad to talk to you. I love you. Thanks for making time for this today
1: oh thank you thank you i've really enjoyed this
0: oh friends isn't she just the best oh, i love morgan so much what an incredible story over the last few years it makes her book make so much sense listen Y'all be sure you grab a copy of Peace is a Practice and follow Morgan on social media. Tell her thanks so much for being on the show. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find in Philadelphia because we're on tour. Oh, I'm so happy. Also, I'm Annie Downs on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the places you may need me and Philly. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me? Well, you know this answer. Kicking off 100 Days to break for Kids, starting the tour, and trying to figure out today's Wordle. It's very hard. So that's what sounds fun to me. Y'all have a great weekend. I hope I see you out on the road tonight in Philly or in Baltimore, in Columbus, or in Greenville. And we will see you back here on Monday with my dear friend, Jenny Allen. We'll see y'all then. Y'all have a great weekend.